On today's episode of the Vegan Champion Podcast, I'm going to be talking to my dad. You ever wondered about conversations with family members when you're vegan and maybe your family members aren't vegan? Well, I definitely used to be in that situation. Now, not so much. My family members are, you know, more and more understanding what's really going on and uh, yeah, we'll hear from my dad in today's episode. You guys probably know that I do work with Anonymous for the Voiceless. Maybe you didn't know that, but I've had Paul and Asal, uh, who are the co-founders and co-directors. They were on the podcast earlier. If you go back, you can check out that episode with them. Also, Hudson Tarlow, who is recently on the podcast, is also doing work with Anonymous for the Voiceless, or AV for short. Uh, You've probably seen the cube of truth before which is a basically like a static art demonstration slash animal rights activism uh campaign that involves people wearing guy fox masks or anonymous masks and uh showing screens whether it's laptops or TVs or tablets that show what happens in animal agriculture on the streets and for people walking by, conversations can be had if people are interested and if people show that they, you know, they're stopping and looking at the footage, then what we'll do is we'll just have a conversation with them and ask them some questions to get them thinking, you know, get them sort of questioning some of their their previously held beliefs that they might have around the 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 necessity and just the the norm normalcy is that the word normalcy the you know how no, everyone thinks it's so normal the the way that we treat animals or that we that we eat animal products and when people actually see what's happening behind closed doors they often uh, they've got some questions and they they want to talk about it so that's what we do at the cube of truth, but because everybody's indoors and isolated and under lockdown and in quarantine and what have you right now, the cube of truth can't really happen. So what we're doing is we're doing the quarantine of truth. And so that's what I've done today with my dad is I, I asked um, I asked him earlier today if he would mind doing a, a Zoom call with me and the idea being that we would watch the footage that we would normally display at a cube of truth. We would watch that footage together and have a conversation about uh, about what what we see. So uh, that is what you are about to hear on today's episode. If you would like to watch it, it will be uploaded to Facebook and YouTube as well. So you can go watch the conversation if you prefer to do that. Um, and uh, I think we'll get, we'll get into it. I will say there's a little bit of dead air off the top in the first couple of minutes just because, you know, I'm just kind of letting him watch the footage. But, uh, you know, we do quickly get into some some conversation. And I think as the conversation goes on, we, we hit on some pretty interesting topics. And uh, I really hope that you guys find value in this. And hopefully there's going to be lots of people who are going to be doing this with their uh, their family or friends or roommates or whoever it is that they uh, that they're able to set up a time to to have a conversation like this and I think that it's interesting 
interesting times we're in, but we still have to find ways to do activism and uh, and to speak up for the animals because they're still in the, situ- in the same situation and we need to keep doing what we can. So without further ado, here's the conversation with my dad. All right, dad, thanks for being up for watching some footage and having a chat today. Okay. So I'll let you kind of watch and comment as you see fit, if you have any questions or anything, Um, or if you have any reactions. Have you ever seen this whole process? This is the this is what happens in the dairy industry. Have you ever seen this before? I have not. No. So they're just taking the babies. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all the babies are obviously, you know, they're looking for their moms, but they've been separated and vice versa. The moms are all looking for the babies, right? Yeah. And so this would be a male because the males are, you know, they're not going to be making milk. So this is where, this is veal. So this is like, yeah. This would be called humane because they're stunning them. What you saw there was like an electric stun to, which is supposed to render them unconscious supposed to doesn't always work but yeah this would so you can see it's still conscious right blinking and uh yeah so there are some some yeah you can read what's happening on the the screen there a bit a bit of explanation what happens in the fields there? What was that? It just went by. I think that was just the females. So they were all being separate. They were still separated from their, uh, their mothers. And then the, this would be like when the, the mother cows are done with, you know, they're not producing enough milk, then they're shipped off to slaughter. They don't want to keep the cows alive any longer than they're productive. Right. Right. Yeah. So what are you not, not um not go ahead. Don't really need to keep watching this. 
what do you what what are your feelings watching this? That I don't want to watch it anymore. That you don't want to watch it. Okay. No. All right. Well, we can just no. pause it and have a chat. Um, no, it's obviously I I don't really I don't really know how people can continue to watch this. Like it's twenty twenty minutes long. Like how could you keep watching it? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just gr- grotesque. Right. Right. There's what more what more do you need to see? Mm-hmm. Do you think that people have a responsibility to inform themselves about what's what's happening to produce the food that, that most people are eating, right? People, most people eating animal products. Do you think that they should I don't know, didn't like do you have any thoughts on that? Should they should they be like should they enjoy watching this? I mean, if we're carnivores no. or should they be forced no. to watch it or should they, you know, do they have a right to know at least? Cause I mean, this stuff isn't being, you know, this is not how dairy is promoted. Obviously this is not how it's marketed mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on, you know, exposing, I mean, normally we, when we do the cube of truth, uh, we're out on the streets and we're showing these, these videos on screens and people can choose to stop and watch. And some mm-hmm. people do and have conversations and others don't. They, 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 they see what's happening and then they, they sort of turn away in horror. And we don't, we don't you know, chase people and, to, and force them to watch that. But many people right. do want to you know, talk about what's going on sure. uh, because people want to be informed. So, I mean, what, what, what are you, just based off of what we've seen there, what are, what are some of the things that were going through your mind? Well, I just don't really understand how the people who work in these places can do what they're doing right to the animals i mean that's the that's probably the first thing that that strikes me is you know how do you i mean maybe you get desensitized to it over a period of time but i can't imagine how unless you're you know very different individual do yeah. you think that the responsibility for what's happening lies on the people that are working in these facilities though? Mm. Well, I mean, people have jobs. There's lots of people who have jobs they don't like. Um, I mean, the, the industry wouldn't be able to, the industry wouldn't survive if they couldn't get anyone to work. Right. There are lots of people who work in awful conditions out, you know, obviously these people are killing animals, which is, you know, really awful. There were people for years that worked in coal mines that were, you know, well, essentially not visibly doing this to themselves. That's effectively what they were doing to themselves, right? By breathing in all the, the, uh, the, you know, the, the conditions of the coal mine. So, but rather than breathing it in, they're they're subjecting themselves to this sort of desensitizing, like yeah. you know, uh, traumatic experiences, right? I mean, the the, the whole thing is that's what humanity does is, in order to do things that actually, I think, really don't make a lot of sense or is in inhumane, is you close your eyes to the things that you don't you don't want to know about. Um, and it's swept under the rug, right? And I think there are, 
I mean, I, I, I don't know, right? Maybe there are people who could watch this video and just as easily then go, you know, home and have a steak or whatever, or, or, or consume the results of what you're showing here. It's, uh, it, it is amazing though, right? It's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. How, how, how did we get here? You know, it's, 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 it's been going on for, well, probably not centuries, not like this. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, what, what do you say, what do you say? Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the responsibility though, would you agree that it ultimately comes back to the consumer or what, what, what do you think about that? I mean, as if yeah, we're, I mean, when we're, when we're out you there, if you don't want this to happen as a human, then you can't enjoy any of the results you enjoy, if that's the word you want to use. I mean, you know, then you shouldn't be partaking in any of the outputs of the industry. Right. It's not, it's not, it, it's all about demand. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that there are, there are things that humans do that they don't, they just don't understand. It's like for years and years, that series we watched, um, the crown, right? Where they actually advertise about smoking. And here you, you know, you had the King of England that died prematurely uh, uh, because he had lung cancer. And after he had his first lung out, like when he was able to recover and sit up, the first thing he did was to light a cigarette. Hmm. <laughs> right. So, so you're, you're already sort of, I mean, I know that you, you've i mean how would you describe your own like do you do you still uh eat animal products or do you still like have have you stopped you know contributing to this or have you are you still eating you know steak occasionally or like where where are you at in terms of your sort of i guess like participation in this like have you stopped buying all animal products or like how has you know over the past few years or what, what where are you at right now in terms of you know all that yeah so we we have stopped i mean i i don't eat any animal products anymore um i would say you know the only time i have eaten an animal product recently is when it's sitting on my plate because i've been at a convention or whatever the animals obviously made its sacrifice um i think the last time though that happened i still didn't eat it but it's uh Yeah, I mean, a, a big part of this is just getting sensitized, resensitized to the things that the industry has, I think, done a very good job at desensitizing everybody to. Uh, this, you know, this is not the way, you know, to promote itself. I mean, you know, smoking got to the stage where you look on the outside package of cigarettes, there's people's of, you know, people's lips and of their teeth and of their heart. I mean, you know, there's these graphics that the cigarette companies have to basically publish on their, uh, on the outside of their packaging, right. For people mm. to buy. So at least if people are buying it, they know what they're getting themselves into, mm. you know, maybe part of what the packaging has to be on meat products is what goes on to get it into the packaging. Mm. That's really interesting. Uh, I've, I've heard people say, I've heard people say that, um, 
you know, because of the health side of eating meat that there should be, you know, warning labels. But I actually think that this is the more important reason, you know, to mm-hmm. stop eating, uh, you know, or to stop paying for, you know, this, all this stuff, right. Whether it's eating meat or, you know, buying dairy products, it's all part of this. And yeah, I think that's, could be a good step. I mean, it's, it's transparency that the industries definitely do not want. Um, so, so you have basically already decided that, you know, this doesn't feel right to you and you're, you've, you've moved away. You weren't always vegan, obviously. I mean, you know, growing up, we were just eating normal kind of diets, but ever since, uh, you know, I guess I went vegan like 10 years ago, or even when I went vegetarian, when I was a teenager, I guess we, as a family started having these discussions. Right. And, uh, and, you know, for health, for ethics, for environmental reasons, but I think really the most, yeah, the, the thing that really gets me fired up the most is just the massive injustice that's happening here. And, you know, that, you know, you can talk about the health benefits of a plant-based diet and the environmental benefits, and that's all, you know, well and good, but this is, uh, yeah, this hits differently, you know? So do you, do you think, do, do you think, I mean, to take it to the next step, if you, I think we basically agree that, you know, supply and demand, the least we can do if we, if we don't want to support this is to stop supporting it financially. I think we, we can agree on that, right? That, that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Makes sense. The next step that we try to get people to, to think about and encourage people to take when we're, you know, when we're normally outreaching on the streets, but I'll outreach you now, um, is, is to, you know, get active and, and actually speak up and try to actively, you know, do something to, to stop this. So what are your thoughts on speaking up about this and doing activism and and what, or, or doing some kind of anything that, you know, what do, what are your thoughts on sort of spreading this concept and, you know, beyond sort of taking your own personal stance, like, Mm -hmm do you have any thoughts on additional steps that you could take to help spread awareness in some way or another? Or um, do you like, do you have any thoughts on that? Like sort of taking it beyond just your own actions and trying to encourage others? Yes. You know, it's a difficult one because I, you know, in my regular life, my business life or, or with my friends now, I, I, I attempt to show leadership through action as opposed to influence. This seems to be with many people. It's just so far out for them to even begin considering it. And um, I I don't, I don't know what the issue is. Um, You you and I have talked about the fact that when we live in this non-vegan world, you, you just kind of look at everything that's, in grocery stores or, you know, the whole thing about, you know, the meat aisle or going to get fresh meat at the store or dairy, you know, the way, the way it's, it's packaged up, it's so ingrained in people that none of this stuff is, you know, bad for them. It's a, it's a huge uphill climb and, and I don't really know what the reason is. Um, but it seems like if you try and start to take people there, uh it's almost like this block goes up they don't want to talk defensive um yeah but it happens really soon you know like it's it's uh it's it's just people are are seem to you know close down to this very very quickly 
mm-hmm. right? Um, and I don't really know why. I mean, you know, I think about it from my own perspective in terms of, of thinking about it for years and years. It's just not, you know, that was it. It was just something that I didn't really think about. But, you know, in terms of opening my mind to it, I wouldn't say that it was something that I was, like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really opposed to have it, having my mind open to it, you know, like all the stuff that you've talked to us about. And, and uh, as we've had our discussions over the years, it isn't, isn't that I've, I've minded to have those conversations, but it seems like with a lot of people, they just shut down right away mm. on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, can't, you know, you're probably in a way better position to understand where that's coming from than, than I am. Um, I think, I think it, it just has, it's just very fragile. It's a very fragile belief system that we, we sort of have as a culture, I think that we, you know, this is some, this is somehow normal, natural, necessary. We have all these excuses, you know, that we've sort of told ourselves and I'm speaking of we as like society, right? Like obviously you and I are kind of where we've sort of deconstructed these belief systems that, you know, we need to eat meat for protein or, you know, we've, you know, it's, 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 it's not as bad. Like the thing that I find really powerful is showing this footage, like actually, because I mean, for all the conversations that we had over the years and you guys were always, you know, open to talking about stuff, but the way that I advocated and, you know, really until I, until I started, you know, doing the stuff that I do with anonymous for the voiceless with doing the Cuban truth, that kind of activism, doing that really helped me realize that like, this is the potent uh, transformational material. When you actually show people video footage of what's going on, there's like, this is not sugarcoated. This is what it is. And it's not, it's not uh, over, um, over sensational either. This is just what's happening. Like this isn't, we're not taking any special footage. This is just standard, you know, what's going on. And, and, and as a matter of fact, you know, we were seeing like organic free range, like we saw open pastures and stuff like this is some of the best uh, practice footage and we saw humane slaughter. So, you know, people who, who have these, these fantasies in their minds of, you know, the happy farm and humane slaughter, uh, when you show them what that actually looks like, it's, it's, it's hard to watch. I mean, you know, we watched four minutes of this and I don't know. I don't know how much of this you, you said you hadn't really seen this kind of stuff before. And this is just four minutes. Right. So I think that this is really, it's powerful to have these kind of conversations while actually seeing what people are talking about. Because if you just talk about it in the context of, you know, mentioning something, you know, in passing with a friend or a family member or a, a work relative or wh- whoever it is that, you know, you may be, you know, touching on this, this subject, it's easy for them to brush it off, I think, and just sort of, you know, avoid the conversation and avoid it. Because I think a lot of people know that, yeah, it's very, it's an uncomfortable topic. Uh, nobody, if you're at, if you're at dinner, you, nobody, nobody brings up, you know, the slaughterhouse or no, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to really acknowledge the reality of, of what's happening. So I think that's why uh, people tend to avoid it. And I think that, I think that too, is people are either ready or they're not ready. You know, the people who are ready to have the conversation are pro- are usually the ones who will stop at the cube of truth and watch the footage and, and inquire about what's going on and get into a conversation. Whereas the people who just aren't ready, they're the people who will see what's happening just long enough to know that they don't want any part of it. And they'll walk away from the cube of truth or 
if you're having a conversation at, I don't know, a convention or, you know, party, wherever, if, if you start going on that topic, they'll be the ones who will quickly, you know, brush it off to the side and try to just get, you know, make fun of it or, you know, whatever to, to avoid the topic. So do you so think you, uh, you, you, a question when you're showing this, so it obviously didn't take very long before I didn't need to see any more. This looks like it's one video of many. This covers the dairy industry. It was 20 minutes long. The, the dairy industry is just the first part. So it goes through a, a lot of different industries with, within the like 20 okay. minutes. Yeah. So how long do people really, do you actually have people that will stand there and actually watch the full 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people uh, find it really hard to watch. And if they really are having a hard time, I'm not, you know, obviously we never force anybody to watch it. I can always, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll encourage them to, you know, continue conversing with me and try to just, you know, clear up any questions they may have and just help mm -hmm. them understand why it's important. To, but if they don't, if they don't want to look at the footage anymore. Do you think I mean, that some people, some people actually don't, they actually have to watch the full 20 minutes to get it, to, to get it. A lot of people watch the full 20 minutes and they, they don't, get it or they continue to justify in their head or whatever i don't i don't i mean it's it's tricky to say it's different for everybody but so what yeah. kind of comments do you get that, that justifies this a lot of people think that it's just you know we just we have to do it because we need literally because they think we need it for nutrients they think that it's necessary even though it's you know there's so much just science science that is just piling up every week it seems of of like just in complete, you know, saying completely the opposite of that. Like we don't need to eat animals or animal products to be healthy. In fact, they're doing harm to our health, but a lot of people think, Oh, well we need it. Right. They really are brainwashed into thinking they need it for nutrition. And so that can create some conflict. And then people are just so attached to their, their food habits that the thought of changing their food habits is just so threatening yeah. that they just, they somehow block it out. They, 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 convince themselves on whatever way they find most, I guess, comforting. They'll, they'll give themselves that excuse. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, well, well, thanks for watching dad. I, uh, I think that. I'm glad I saw it. It's, it's, it's kind of, for me, I would say it's the, it's the nail in the coffin for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think I, that. It's not that I didn't know this was happening. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's it, it's interesting that you how many things you know about, but um, right, it's uh, it, it's something that you you know you just can't participate in. I mean, there's lots of things going on in the world that are you know obviously this is inhumane to animals. There are lots of conditions around the world that are inhumane to humans as well, and. Uh, you know, none of this stuff is, is really acceptable. Um, but the one thing, you know, I think you can do is it really comes down to the individual, right? This isn't about government or other people from the outside. This, this is something that people need to make individual choices for, right? It's going to be the, at, at the end of the day, it's just like quitting smoking. You, Smoking is still illegal. People can still put a cigarette in their mouth and go for it if they want to. And the reason why it's disappeared is because I think people have come to their senses. That's just a really, you know, dumb way to move forward. And yeah, the, certainly the government has made it difficult, right, to make smoking a regular thing. 
Um, smoking was banned from restaurants inside, then it was banned outside restaurants, and now the bottom line is you f you feel like, you know, you're you're an outsider if you're if you're a smoker, and and maybe you know maybe ultimately that's what has to happen uh, to to the meat industry. Um, is uh, you know maybe the first thing that happens is it gets banned from restaurants. <laughs> but I mean that's the you know you look at how many people would accept that. Um, there needs to be some groundswell that happens at a larger level that I think you know needs to get people paying attention to this thing, mm -hmm. right? There, there is no, there is no substitute that people have come up with for smoking. You just, you don't need to smoke, right? Just like you don't need to eat meat, you need to eat, but you don't need to eat animal products. It's a big uphill battle, right? I mean, it's just, and, and I think people who know, like myself, who, who, you know, you can tell just when, when people, when you start talking to, to, to people about it, even like at the office, right, where I'll bring in the vegan cookies, it's like I could, right, there's a certain way the eyes go, the eyes roll, right, as soon as I, as soon as I, I, I say it. Some people appreciate it, but there's majority is like, oh, this again, right? Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what has to, I, I think, get that, what is what has to change is the majority of the people can't keep saying, oh, this again right right yeah i think i think it comes down to as as you were talking about it's it's you know this is something that people can uh i think can and should be held accountable for like to to talk about you know there there are all kinds of issues happening in the world but you know people are eating you know most people eat three times a day plus snacks kind of thing and if three times a day you know you're responsible for choosing what kind of food to put in your mouth and what you want to support i think it's important to just highlight that fact that people should be held accountable and it's not a popular thing to do right it's not like that's the thing when we're out you know outreaching people on the street we're not trying to you know be somebody's best friend we're just trying to hold them accountable and show them what's going on um and say look i mean unless you're vegan you're 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 paying for this like it's mm -hmm. it's just it's just a matter of that and then um and then people can do with that what they what they like but you know it's it's i think i think it's important to see and to sh to show people because if if people do not see it there's no way they can possibly understand you know the significance of it um i mean if if somebody's willing to pay for something but they're not willing to actually see what it entails you know that's that's saying something there so mm -hmm. um but yeah it, it's it's i i think this is the first time that you've seen footage like this so um yeah it'll be interesting to see how this uh plays out in the in the coming days and weeks and if it, if it has much of an impact or um or whatnot but i, I think the, the way that i think about it and i would encourage you to i mean you said it's kind of the nail in the coffin about you know sort of the way that you feel, I guess, on the issue in a sense. Um, I felt that I, I sort of needed to watch, you know, all of what's happening. Like there's a, there's a movie called Dominion, which, uh, you know, it really shows everything and it's, it, it explains all of what's going on so that you can really get a good sense of, of what's happening. And, um, 
I, I feel like because I was, you know, a part of that and because I guess, because I'm an activist too, I, I really want to know the, I, I want to know the in, in, ins and outs of, of what's, what's going on so that I can talk about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely on like, you know, nobody wants to watch this stuff, but I think that it's very, it's very potent. Um, yeah. In terms of being a catalyst for, for change and inspiration. Yeah. So appreciate you watching dad and hopefully we can inspire other people to do similar things. I'm in quarantine right now. I'm, you know, just came from Thailand. So obviously we're, we're in the same house right now, but I just had to stay in the basement cause I'm in quarantine for 14 days, but uh, hopefully other people can film. We're, we're trying to get people to do this, to do the quarantine of truth instead of the cube of truth. So well, you know, in, in some ways, um, I would suggest that this is maybe an even more powerful forum than what you, I mean, obviously, you know, you asked me to participate in this, so, so we're doing it. And, and that's, that's got to be the first piece is, you know, how do you, how do you get someone to participate like this with you? Uh, that, that would be, you know, that would be the key thing. Um, but it is, it's certainly very powerful and it's, and it's not something that would be easily forgettable for anyone. So, you know, maybe that, maybe, you know, the virus is an awful thing to have happen. And I think as many people have said, it's our consumption of animals that is likely starting uh, a lot of the viruses that we're in. And, you know, it's, we're in an awful state in the world right now. But maybe one of the good things that come out on the other side of this is it finds a way for you to do some outreach a little bit differently than you've done before. And maybe you'll find this is actually a better, more effective way. You don't know until you do it. You just got to do what you can because, uh, yeah, you know, the animals are still going through what they're going through and we still got to find a way to, to get, get the message out there and create change. So okay. we're doing our best, doing our best. And yeah, I really appreciate it. Dad. Thanks a lot. Hey, Jay. All right. Catch yeah. you later. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you feel like giving me any feedback about the show, reach out to me on social media. You can find me at Jason Fonger. That's J-A-S-O-N-F-O-N-G-E-R. Or you can find at The Vegan Champion Podcast and hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Facebook, find me on Twitter, leave a review wherever you're listening to the podcast. Really, really appreciate all your feedback. If you wanted to take a screenshot of the podcast while you're listening and share it into your Instagram or share the Spotify into your Instagram stories, anything like that, tweet your favorite episode, anything. If you could help me get the word out about this podcast, I'd really, really appreciate it. If you've gotten any value out of it, then that would be a great way that you could do me a favor. And also let me know what you want to hear on the podcast. If you have any guests that you'd like me to to interview or anything like that, definitely reach out and let me know uh, if you have any preferences that way. Thank you so much for listening to, uh, to today's episode, you guys. Hope you enjoyed that one. It was a fascinating one, eh? My dad's a good guy. Really good of him to come on and have the conversation. And I think I'm going to try doing that with maybe some other friends and family and uh, whoever. Just, yeah, I think it's a cool format, way to do some outreach. And yeah, I will catch you guys in the next one. Have a great day. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode of the Vegan Champion Podcast.